0: Floating on
1: a type of well, you're not sure what it is exactly, but you do feel a kind of. All right, hi there, people. Welcome back to the Nicholas Comics Q and A, your weekly dose of exciting. Uh, Nicholas Comics-related content, but t- this week we got some content that is not related to Nicholas Comics, but rather is related to one of my oldest and dearest adversaries. And uh, this spicy news really brings uh, a tear to my eye just, just in how poignant it is, just in how, uh, just in how thing uh, it is. I'm, I'm a happy guy this week. I'm a happy fucking guy this week. I'm feeling great. Feeling I'm feeling groovy as the, as the Simon & Garfunkel song goes. I'm feel I'm feeling fucking pepped right now. Cuz Justin Royland, Justin Roiland, my old my old nemesis. This fucking derpy-looking incel neckbeard hipster washed-up piece of shit is going to jail for uh, looks like up to 7 years, up to 7 years in 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 the slam. In the big house, uh, so I, I, you you could say that I'm I'm a I'm a freaking jolly guy right now. I'm I'm a happy fella up in this ass. Cause I've been saying this for years, you know. Uh, crazy how that works out. How when people uh, listen to me and pay attention to what I have to say, uh, they can save themselves some embarrassment. Cause in general, I'm pretty perceptive about this type stuff. And uh, just, just looking at Justin Roiland's face, I don't need to know shit about him or, uh, or you know, personal life or anything. Just looking at his face. Uh, I, I take one look at this guy and I go, you know, if this guy, uh, if this guy isn't up to something shady, um, you know, like my hat. Now, admittedly, admittedly, I will say this much, I had no idea what a fuck up this guy was. I, I had no idea just how, like, Fucked up in the head, Justin Rowland is. Uh, There's no way I could have possibly predicted that he's running like a Saw torture dungeon. uh, Where he illegally violates the the personal liberty and the autonomy uh, of this girl. But, uh, you know, I I, I knew that he was a misogynist. And I knew that he was a fucking asshole. Ever since I first laid eyes on this little creep. Uh, So, it didn't come as much of a surprise to me. I'll be honest. Uh, but that's just one one of the things that, um... You know, I've I've been right about for years. Uh, I've been shitting on Rick and Morty consistently. And I know I'm not the only one. I mean, do credit all around, right? Claps all around. I'm not the only one who have gone, you know, Rick and Morty is ass. But I am, like, the only one to make an entire comic parody of it. From, From everything, I've been able to tell I'm the only one who's done that. Um there there might be some other ones less less uh, well known ones but uh what we know about Justin Royland's felony domestic violence charges here on polygon.com now keep in mind this isn't a this isn't a misdemeanor this isn't a simple little crime uh this is a is a felony this is a serious a serious business here this is some serious shit you know that's what we're talking about here. We're talking a serious, serious thing going on. Um, the felony—he's a felon. Well, not yet. He's not a, hes not—he's not convicted yet. He hasn't gone to trial. This is this is probably the worst possible time in American history to be arrested for something like this. Uh, if you're if you're arrested for domestic abuse or violence twenty twenty three, uh you are going right to the stake. You're you're you are not going to be judged nice in the court of public opinion. And uh you know, the the whole Johnny Depp trial that really uh that really uh blew up earlier this year or last year. Gosh it's been a whole year, yeah. Last year. Um that was big last year. And uh, what I predict is Justin Roiland or someone in Justin Roiland's team is going to try to compare Justin Roiland to Johnny Depp as if this fucking incel neckbeard with the shitty glasses and the shitty haircut uh, is anything like the the jolly pirate captain Jack Sparrow, one of the most badass movie stars of all time. Um, And, uh, you know, it's a case-by-case basis, I feel like. You really can't compare Justin Roiland to Johnny Depp because Johnny Depp is fucking cool and didn't do anything wrong. And I don't think a court will have any trouble uh, proving that uh, Justin Roiland absolutely did do a, a ton of shit wrong. His overall just an unhinged, deranged uh, guy. He's a He's a fucking lunatic. So yeah and it doesn't really take a genius to figure out that the guy's a misogynist who treats the woman in his life like dirt and doesn't know how to how to respect the opposite gender because Now
0: oh, let me think this is a this is a tough tough issue to to consider really um. Uh,
1: I'm tired. I was up late last night, just thinking about this, just thinking about the the consequences of this. Um, as for as for Justy, Justy here, I call him Justy. Uh, the reason it, it wasn't that difficult to to determine that he was a misogynist early on is because Rick from Rick and Morty, in addition to being a really shitty ripoff of a you know, Doc Brown from Back to the Future. He's also a, a, a character insert. He's, he's this uh, misogynist fucking alcoholic abuser who in the cartoon is always proven right at the end of every episode. They go, oh, wow, Rick. You solved the mystery. Oh, wow, Rick. You, you, you did the thing. You, you, you're the greatest. You're the, you're the goat, Rick, man. You're, you're the shit. And, uh, so, you know, it doesn't really take a genius to put two and two together and figure that since Rick and Morty is promoting this type of, uh, toxic behavior, that the two guys behind it are toxic, right? That it's a stupid show made for stupid people, uh, by stupid people. And I, 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 find that argument of, oh, I'm not one of those fans, I'm not one of those fans, so funny, um, I you know I'm going to assume that uh it's a stupid show if stupid people are drawn to it if so many fucking stupid people are drawn to it enough to swarm an entire McDonald's and beg for their Szechuan sauce I'm going to assume it's a stupid fucking show and if you weren't one of those fans, you wouldn't be a fan of the show. You'd be a fan of a good show like Star Trek or something. You wouldn't be a fucking fan of Rick and Morty because fans of Rick and Morty are, like, idiots across the board. Fucking stupid. You would have to be brain-dead to find jack shit about Rick and Morty entertaining. It's, it's an idiot show. It's a fucking trash show. And uh, everyone who, who uh, in the past it on me for for disliking rick and morty and that's aged like piss in just 24 hours rick and morty has become the least cool show to like that's amazing it's fucking amazing 24 hours the public opinion just completely flips in five years saying that you like rick and morty is going to be like saying that you're a fan of the cosby show it is and uh, nobody's going to want to do that Yeah, you know, when Bill, when Bill Cosby got arrested, when Bill Cosby got arrested, people stopped watching the Cosby show, and people realized, hey, you know, this guy was never funny. This guy fucking sucks ass. Um, he was, he was never funny. Like, Bill Cosby was not a funny guy. Uh, Wayans Brothers and, and, Eddie Murphy and there's so many other black comedians who are way fucking funnier than Bill Cosby. Just like in terms of, of, of basic humor, Bill Cosby sucked ass, right? He was just this fucking father figure for the Reaganite years. You can you can say, oh, he he was funny. And he fucking wasn't. Bill Cosby isn't funny. I like that Eddie Murphy routine. It just rips Bill Cosby a new one all the way back in like the nineties. That's a classic. Um, it's so funny because Eddie Murphy is so funny. But a- after this. People are going to realize, hey, Rick and Morty was always ass. It was always fucking shit. People are going to stop, stop with it. People are going to gonna stop watching it uh, forever now. It's over. Rick and Morty is done. done. It's done. Uh, so here we got the Polygon article. The Rick and Morty high-on-life creator was arrested in church in 2020, but the case remained quiet until 2022. Now, I don't blame... I don't blame the, the 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 legal system for this. It, it takes a while to gather evidence, really get everything in order. It can take two years, that's fine. Justin Roiland, co-creator and star of animated comedy Rick and Morty and the game High on Life, is facing felony domestic violence charges related to an incident in January 2020. NBC News reported the arrest and charges on Thursday, citing a criminal complaint in May 2020 in Orange County, California, by the county's district attorney. Royland was in court Thursday for a pre-trial hearing. Royland has been charged with two felonies, one count of domestic battery with corporal injury, which I guess means like, you know, cor- corporal punishment. We're talking something fucking serious here and one count of false imprisonment by menace, violence, fraud, and or deceit, according to court records. If convicted, Roiland could face several years in prison. The Rick and Morty co-creator was arrested in August 2020 and released on a $50,000 bond. Roiland pleaded not guilty to both charges at his October 14, 2020 arraignment. Details of the case remain limited. NBC News said that some documents are sealed, keeping certain information inaccessible by the public and media. Can't wait to see these juicy, juicy documents. I don't usually care about drama like this, but, uh, this is amazing. This is so awesome. I am having the time of my life right now. Since his arraignment, Royland has appeared in court for a variety of pre-trial meetings, the next of which is scheduled for April 27th, seven days after my birthday. The court has not yet set a trial date and belated birthday gift there. T. Edward Wellborn, attorney for Justin Royland, said in a statement to Polygon, It is hard to overstate how inaccurate the recent media coverage of this situation has been. Sure, Jan... To be clear, not only is Justin innocent, but we also have every expectation that this matter is on course to be dismissed once the district attorney's office has completed its methodical review of the evidence. We look forward to clearing Justin's name and helping him move forward as swiftly as possible. This is the classic attorney bullshit speech that's always given when something like this comes out. Oh, he's, he's, he's okay. This is, not only, not only is this guy innocent, but it's going to be thrown out. The dis, the DA is going to say, fuck this, none of this is real. This is all fake, baby. This is, this is a big sham. Yeah, the D, the DA is going to throw this one out. Uh, that, that actually, that never happens, you know, that, that doesn't, that doesn't happen that often, except in the movies. A case is thrown out. Oh, the DA's gonna throw this out. Um, <laughs> Justin Roiland fucking kept this girl captive, like like a fucking saw torture dungeon. Um, that's what I'm thinking it's gonna be like. Uh, that's a, that's how I envision it. Uh, NBC Alt News also reported that a protective order was filed against Royland in October 2020, but it's not immediately clear who filed the order. Obviously, Jane Doe. Um, doesn't take a genius to put two and two together. The order prohibits Royland from being within 100 feet of the person in question. He's also been ordered not to harass, threaten, or surveil that person, and to turn over any firearms he may have owned, according to NBC News. Now this bit is suspicious. Every news article I've read talks about the firearms. My question is, why you got guns, Justy? Got an AK-47 stashed up? Got, got a couple rifles in the back there, Justy, huh? No, just the fact that that's reported leads me to believe he probably, does, probably did have a fucking firearm stash, which doesn't look so good for a... Uh, a self-proclaimed progressive, but that's how these California types are, they're fucking hypocrites. Uh, Royland is best known for having co-created Rick and Morty in 2012 with Dan Harmon. Roiland voices both of the titular characters, Rick Sanchez, and his grandson, Morty Shit. Rick and Morty has been one of Adult Swim's most popular shows over its six seasons. In 2018, Adult Swim ordered 70 new episodes of the show, which would extend the show to approximately 10 seasons, which is no longer going to happen. Reached for comment, an Adult Swim representative had no comment on the charges against Roiland. Royland also formed a game studio, Squanch Games, formerly known as Squanch Tindo, in 2016. Of course he did. And before I before I read these articles, I had no idea our boy Justy was a gamer. I didn't know he was a fucking gamer, but I guess he is. Let's, let's see High on Life. Let's, let's see what this fucking game looks like. Piece of shit, I bet. Of course our boy Justy programs video games in his spare time. Well, he doesn't program them, of course, because he's not a creative visionary. He outsources all the work to other people. Let's see, let's see how high on life looks. Let's, let's have a look here. Humanity is being threatened by an alien cartel who wants to use them as drugs. Oh, fun. Uh that sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, fuck this shit. Yeah, it looks like trash. Oh my fuck this looks stupid. I'm so I'm so sick of this look, this look to everything. I hate the I hate this aesthetic. I I hate this fucking aesthetic. I just hate the aesthetic of the present day. I I just hate it. It it sucks so much. Uh, Polygon reports Game Pass is high on life is actually one of 2022's best shooters. Polygon reports the same exact uh, agency that now is uh, uh, explaining how uh, how how uh, Justin Roiland is uh, is a fucking psycho. Uh, just uh, the company has released four games: Accounting, Doctor Splorchy Presents Space Heroes. Trover Saves the Universe and High on Life. High on Life debuted in December 2022 and quickly became a huge success. It was the biggest Game Pass launch of the year. Squanch Games has not responded to Polygon's request for comment. Of course they haven't. Of course they haven't. Because Justin Roiland is a skeezy little coward. And he won't admit to shit because he's a fucking baby. Man, does it... does it look bad to be a Rick and Morty fan right now? Holy fuck. And just to thank that my haters on Reddit, and I know some of you were listening to this, uh, you made a post about... how, uh... Oh, oh man, Rick and Morty's getting another season, this will upset Nick. Uh, th- this is gonna piss off Nick, cause it's the greatest show ever made, this show kicks ass, this show's fucking awesome. How you look now, huh? Are you fucking losers? Pieces of shit. How you look now, huh? I've said this I've been saying this for years. Rick and Morty's ass. And the two guys behind it are ass. Okay, so. You might wanna delete that post. You wanna wanna delete that? It doesn't look so good, you know. Uh I fully understand, you know, it, it's it's a bit, it's a bit self centered of me to act like I was a part of this, but just you know, just the fact that I uh, I had this opinion all the way back in uh, like 2020, you know, back when it, back when Rick and Morty was still all things considered pretty fucking popular, I'm I'm just good at I'm just good at seeing bullshit. I'm just good at seeing through nonsense, and uh, a lot of people aren't, you know. Like Some people just look at Rick and Morty, they go, oh, wow, this is a fun show. Um, but, you know, I, I generally, when I'm looking at a piece of media, look at who made it. And if who made it is two fucking incel neckbeards and then make a show that's designed specifically for incel neckbeards, I'm going to assume it's fucking ass the sheer hypocrisy of contemporary society i've been accused of being an incel and a neckbeard invariably even though neither uh their term applies to me a because you know i shave and do uh, because I- i'm voluntarily celibate i'm asexual so i can't be an incel um meanwhile they prop up this fucking show that is literally made by two misogynist incel neckbeards who fucking treat women like shit. It's really funny. It's really funny. Modern society is a fucking laugh and a half, isn't it? Uh, I guarantee you know if pe- if anyone ever in, if 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 anyone looks at me, I don't got any dirt. I've never uh, abused my girlfriend because I don't have a girlfriend, and uh, I definitely don't keep her locked up in the basement. I definitely don't have any fucking firearms on me. Holy shit! I'd say I'd say I look a, a bit better right now. Uh, than just than Justin Roiland right here, and with the king, with the king overthrown, with the king overthrown, I think uh, I think I, I can uh, now ascend to the throne. Because uh, Rick and Morty is going fucking bye bye. Uh, that that shit's fucking screwed. Here on Yahoo.com/slash/entertainment, uh, this this article came out just a little bit ago, this is one of the newer ones, and this one says. Uh, what, what are the consequences going to be for Rick and Morty? How's Rick and Morty going to turn out? Now, I predict, call me crazy, but I predict that Rick and Morty is going to be fucking over now. There's not going to be any more Rick and Morty. Because if Justin Roiland is in jail for seven years, he can't exactly voice Rick Sanchez and Morty shits now, can he? No, he can't. Oh, Morty, it looks like we're in the fucking slam. Oh, Rick, wubba wubba dubba 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 bub, oh shit, we're in jail now, Rick, oh dang, this is, this is crazy, oh dang it, there's no way out of here. Yeah, Morty, it looks like there's no way out of here. Uh, it's been a while since I did the okay. Rick and Morty voice. Ah, you got, you got Dingo on. How's it going, sir?
2: Uh, pretty good. How are you doing?
1: Fantastic. I, I'm very happy about the recent news about Justin Roiland uh, facing up to seven years in prison. That's wonderful. We live in an era of accountability where domestic abuse is held to task, and those who mm-hmm. commit it are uh, given a swift form of justice. I think that's great. hmm Stores my faith in modern society, one can say. uh uh-huh.
2: I'm curious what the actual, like, what actually happened. I think they're going to release, like, uh, stuff about it whenever the court documents. You know, what
1: actually happened, uh, as far as I can tell, is that Justin Roiland met some random girl online, kind of dating app. Now, this is obviously very different, a very different scenario from the shit that Dan Harmon got into, um, which is equally terrible. But uh, with this, it's some random girl he met online. Uh, and he, he, like, holds her captive in his California house. He's like, you can't leave. And he beats her to shit. And uh, that's how I think it's going to turn out is what's uh, going to come out is that, you know, he beat her to shit. said, you can't leave. And uh, just in general, like, seven years and a $50,000 bond, that doesn't, that doesn't come from a little misdemeanor. That doesn't come from a petty offense. That, that, that's, that's some serious shit. Um, all these California types, all these fucking Hollywood types, they're all a bunch of hypocrites, you know. They, they profess aggressive ideology. Then when it comes right down to it, they're the most misogynist, backwards-thinking types. And uh, yeah. I honestly feel bad for shitting on uh, Trey and Matt behind South Park now. Uh, I do, because no matter... Like, they've, they've never done anything on this level. Like, they, they seem like they seem like fine guys compared to fricking uh, dan and dan and justy from, from uh, rick and morty i feel I bad
2: about making, making the video on it but i just uh I'm, i i'm gonna i don't want to be like a immediate like as soon as this story drops to make a video on it i want to wait until the info comes out like his lawyers are like oh they're innocent right but i, I suppose every lawyer does that right oh they're innocent. to want to
1: wait till the uh, you want to wait till the uh, till the juicy details drop, which should be sometime around uh, summer or October. That'd make for an excellent video, and, uh, but you do want to seize the moment, because once the, once the info drops, everyone's going to try to get in on it, you want to make sure that you get, you get a video done fast. Um, sure. I have to say, like, is, some, is someone involved in the industry of animation and uh, you know, cartoons and the like, uh, this type really gives really gives the industry a bad name overall, and it's good to know that the the uh, bad bad eggs are being weeded out of the industry because uh, it's terrible for the it's terrible for the animation industry to be associated with this type of stuff. And uh, for the longest time, I remember running St- Stimpy. I ran and Stimpy too. Like everyone. Well, that was, you know, like, 20 years ago, and John K. wasn't really found out for, like, 20 years, so it was a little less relevant when that happened. But, yeah, Ren and Stimpy, too, I mean, John K., fucked up guy. And you never see, like, you know, like, Michael Jackson, everyone shits on Michael Jackson, everyone's like, oh, he's a pedo, he's a pedo, he's a pedo, 100%, even though, you know, that's definitely uncertain, nobody knows, because he fucking died, like, he never had his day in court, you know, nobody knows. Uh...
2: Because the, the, there was some sort of leak with Michael Jackson where some guy was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to blackmail him and get all this money.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen videos where it breaks down the, the Leaving Neverland documentary, and it's like, you know, these two guys are just hungry for the clout. With John K, though, with John K, it's like 100%. 100%. There's no there's no way. Like, everyone was just putting up with this shit for, like, years and years and years. And they were just like, oh, Yep that's John Kay just bringing around fucking 16 year olds to the studio. Yep, that's him. That that's that's what's up. And it, it really just is like a, a ridiculously unhealthy precedent to set. And uh but no nobody shits on John Kay on the level they just like shit on Michael Jackson just like endlessly. It's bizarre. I think it's cuz John K's a white guy and you know Michael Jackson's black and it's just like racism, but uh really is strange the way that like nobody nobody, nobody is shitting on John K. Like, the yeah, guy was yeah. a fucking freak.
2: It's interesting, it's interesting, you yeah. yeah.
1: know. The funniest one of the funniest episodes in the history of animation is John K. uh shitting on animaniacs, you know, being like animaniacs is too hyper and it's stupid. That's, that's like Coke calling out Pepsi. It's like they're both garbage, you know. They're bo- they're both they're both lame. Uh, it's like it's really what's funny.
2: Soft, what's your uh, soft drink of choice?
1: Dr Pepper. Dr Pepper. Everyone. Oh assumes my that God! Dr. Pepper... I fucking love that. I
2: fucking love Dr Pepper.
1: Everyone assumes like... that Dr Pepper is either a Coke or Pepsi product, but it's actually its own third company. It's it's, it's like... an it's a shadow empire. It's 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 a sh- it's an empire that nobody knows exists. But Dr Pepper actually owns so many drinks that they're actually. Formidable uh, opposition to Coke and Pepsi.
2: What's the parent company of them called again?
1: Dr Pepper. Dr Pepper slash Seven Up.
2: Oh my god! It's their own thing. Seven Up. Dr Pepper as well.
1: Well, Seven Up I think is only uh, this is only distributed by Dr Pepper in America. In other countries, it's Pepsi. But uh, here in America, Seven Up is Dr Pepper. Dr Pepper is kind of like a a freaking, you know, like. Uh, shadow Warrior gliding through the the soft drink industry sure. that 's the thing right everyone always is like Coke or Pepsi they both taste the same i could i couldn 't distinguish between the two they both taste the fucking same. Dr. Pepper has a really distinct flavor that 's different from Coke and Pepsi and Red beer I, I could tell Dr. Pepper a mile away because it just tastes unique and uh, like if someone gave me three three unlabeled. With, one with Coke, one with Pepsi, one want Dr. Pepper. I could instantly tell which one was Dr. Pepper. For whatever reason, you know, I hear a lot of people being like, oh, Dr. Pepper, I don't drink Dr. Pepper, I've never heard of Dr. Pepper. It really is uh, an influential brand in its own right. I brought up a while back that uh, technically the soda industry, you know, widely regarded as like one of the biggest monopolies uh, in the world, you know, Coke versus Pepsi, and there's no real competition other than that. Actually, more diverse than the comics industry, because with comics it's just DC and Marvel, and there is no third. There brand is
2: Dynamite, Dynamite, there's Dynamite. There's Image, there's AEW,
1: but but really none of them compare uh, to being the Dr Pepper equivalent. Dr Pepper is fucking insane. You, you would you would not be able to guess the amount of influence, the amount of hidden influence Dr. Pepper actually has. They're basically the Illuminati. Yeah, they're basically the, the, the soft drink Illuminati. It's crazy. It's, it's nuts. Uh, just how many, like, brands Dr. Pepper secretly owns. They own Snapple. Yeah, it's crazy,
2: man. It's crazy. Nuts. Nuts. Um...
0: <laughs> nuts. Nice. Um. For, with... Uh... Sorry? Any questions? Oh no, I understand. I think it's it interesting interesting An, inter- an inter- interesting uh interesting topic. Um
2: I saw your new uh, adult swim video. I thought it was very oh, well adult done. Adult swim video.
1: It is. It is. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was great. I'm uh, I, I, I I think I think adult swim's value is going to tank now that Rick and Morty's off the table because that really is the only only one that like, you know, keeps them keeps him going and keeps him in the public consciousness. I I I heard like, you know, that uh I've seen so many videos being like, you know, oh the the Venture Bros was so great, Aqua Teen Hunger Force was so great. If they were so great, Adult Swim should not have canceled them because that's a great way to just like you know fucking get off the air. Because uh, like, and I've seen vi- I've seen a video, no kidding, where like some guy comes on. It's like a video essay about the Venture Bros, and he's like, you've probably never heard of this cartoon. You've probably never heard of it. Like, everyone's fucking heard of the Venture Bros. I go to the store and there's, like, freaking action figures of the Venture Bros. No escaping that, you know?
2: True. Yeah, it's true. It's interesting. Um, What do you think about the virtual reality industry? Isn't that, like, a massive monopoly?
1: Yeah, I suppose. uh, I don't really see much.
2: Oculus and PlayStation. And there's, like, nobody else.
1: I don't see much potential in it, so I'm not sure if you could call that a monopoly. I don't think it's... I think it's a fad. 3D movies... I remember back during, like, late 2000s, 3D movies were huge, and everyone... every every fucking movie was... there was a 3D version. Like, you went to the movie theater. I remember this distinctly. Uh, the, the Tim Burton, Alice in Wonderland remake. Uh, there was, like, a 3D version, there was a normal version. I just wanted to watch the normal version, obviously. There was the 3D version, and the movie theater basically forced you to watch the 3D version because there was more show times for the 3D version than for the normal version. So you had to put on the shitty 3D glasses, and if you didn't have them on, then the movie would look like uh, jumbled nonsense. And this was, of course, the second real phase of 3D's popularity following uh you know the 50s back in the 50s when 3d technology first came out then there was also 3d with like jaws 3d in the 70s but that was less of a phase but the biggest phase was in like the early 2010s everyone was like oh wow 3d is going to get so big and now 3d is dead
2: uh, except for i feel like the 3d and um james cameron movies i thought have, have always been great um I feel like he's got a grasp of the concept that nobody else has. I feel like has. James
1: Cameron is a director who uh, primarily hops on to trends and I definitely uh, can't name a movie of his I really like. I, I do like The Terminator. I li- Terminator 2 is okay. Um I think Titanic is ass. T- Titanic is just unabashed garbage. It's it's easily one of the the worst movies ever made. Uh, terrible shit. Uh I find it funny, like, I've seen videos where it's like, oh, uh, the the Titanic, did you know that there's a movie about the Titanic made, like, 50 years before uh, Titanic? And it's like, yeah, no shit, because Titanic was made 100 years after the Titanic sank. You're going to have different movies about it. Uh, The best one, I think, is The Unsinkable Molly Brown, which was made, like, back in the 60s. And was, uh... It's a good movie, you know, because it's about someone who actually existed, as opposed to these two fictional characters who th- these two fictional characters who you know never existed, which is kind of disrespectful to this whole tragedy. I don't know, like something about making making it's like it's like if there was you know like a like a movie about like nine eleven made in like twenty one ten or something, and it was a romance where like you know the, these. Uh, these two people, you know, are, are on the twin towers. It's it's goofy. It's like it's it's such a stupid idea. Uh, I hate Avatar too. I can't fucking stand Avatar. Avatar is is like one of the worst sci-fi movies ever made, hands down. Uh, it's so heavy on ugly fucking CGI. It looks like shit. And uh, I, th- I think James Cameron really hit his peak with uh, Terminator and Terminator Two. Those are his two best. Uh, obviously, uh, they were based on a on a Harlan Ellison story that he that he, uh, that he uh, ripped off, and then didn't credit Harlan Ellison, which is kind of scuzzy behavior. I've seen I've seen the episode of Outer Limits that uh, Harlan Ellison says Terminator ripped off, and it is uh, pretty similar, and uh, similarities are definitely there. But then you got uh, Aliens. Everyone's like Aliens is great. I don't get it. Aliens is not that great. It, it, I, I, I don't. I think. I think like I'm not going to say Prometheus is good, but I will say that when Ridley Scott came back on board the Alien franchise, it at least uh, was competent again. I don't think Aliens is a very good sequel. It's not. It's not a terrible sequel, but it's so different from the original that anyone going into Aliens is not going to get what they liked about Alien and Alien is so freaking good. And uh yeah. I'd say James what Cameron's think- Best or Terminator and Terminator 2.
2: What do you think um what do you think about uh I actually interested in what you think about the new uh Predator movie. It's called Prey. I thought it was really really great.
1: New Predator movie. Well, I haven't seen it because I don't I don't subscribe to any of those streaming services. I'm I've never been much into the Predator franchise. I think it lacks the subtlety uh, ...of the Alien franchise. I, I I can't really name which is my favorite Predator movie. Um, I do have Predator on VHS. I don't think I have Predator 2 on VHS, but I have the first one. Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I saw it. And uh, it didn't really captivate me much. I don't find the idea of the Predator all that interesting. Uh, as far as Prey goes... Uh, it's one set in like, you know, uh, Native American type, type stuff, right? Um, it sounds interesting, I guess. Anything set, uh, in pre-colonial America by default is going to be pretty interesting because that's a, that's a section of history that, uh, all too often just does not get explored enough for real reason. I mean there should be way more movies set in like the Aztec Empire and, you know, mine shit and you know, that that that's cool shit. Uh, as far as uh putting the Predator there, I think that's kinda a goofy idea, but maybe it works, I don't know. I'm i I'm not a big fan of the Predator franchise. I think the Predator franchise pretty much tanked with uh that new one with the uh, key from Key and Peel. That's when it like went really, really downhill.
0: Their questions. I think you. I think I agree with you. Um, I, I think the
2: Alien prequel movies. Um, I, I kind of defend them pretty valiantly. Yeah. I think uh, Pr- Prometheus and Covenant had, um, were kind of like, um, for as much as people call them like greatest hit compilations of the alien series yeah. I think they actually sort of um they they're not unlike um like a James Bond or a Star Wars movie right where you go into a James Bond movie and you know you're, you're expecting a rigid structure right. you're expecting a certain type of uh, a certain type of story but the excitement is seeing what creative reinventions happen within the structure what new ingredients right. are added into the mix Compared and I feel to... like yeah, so go ahead.
1: Compared to Alien Resurrection and Alien 3, which are hands down the worst two, I'd say Resurrection is worse than 3, but uh, they're both terrible. Prometheus and Alien Covenant really bring new life in the series, and that's because they're directed by Ridley Scott, uh, who gives a shit, and directed the original, so it's going to carry the same tone and atmosphere of the original, too. Yeah. I feel like.
2: you? My favorite scene, I think, from the... Um... From the Alien prequels are where um, David. <clears throat> sorry, oh my God, give me one second. <clears throat> where um, David hands Holloway like the uh, the champagne that he's like spiked with the uh, with with the um, with the mutagen, yeah. and seeing and seeing David drink it and not know that he's just been infected was like. Was, was probably was such like, a chilling scene.
1: Yeah, the, the, the way the Alien franchise explores uh, artificial intelligence and androids and the like is really underrated, because there, there's the Alien, of course, but then there's also all the, the devious androids that get up to hijinks. I think Ash from uh, in the original is just such a, such a compelling antagonist, and, and it's very subtle, because if you watch the movie first time you don't notice all these subtle cues that he's giving off that he's like intentionally sabotaging the crew then if you rewatch it it's really obvious what he's doing the whole time every line he gives and every decision he makes is specifically so that the alien gets out and that's pretty genius but yeah yeah as far as as far as sci-fi horror goes i think the alien franchise is the best at it bar none uh but only with uh, alien prometheus and, and covenant and i feel like prometheus and covenant are kind of the, the last hurrah of 20th century fox from here on out the alien franchise will be dead because it got bought up by disney but uh for what it's worth i think those are some of the last like really great movies produced by 20th century fox that carried a lot of uh, a lot of excitement and weight behind them and really uh they're good sequels. They they get dunked on. They get dunked on too much, but they're nowhere near like Alien versus Predator, or or that kind of schlock. I feel like I feel like they're both really really solid franchises. Um. Yeah. But, yeah Alien is definitely. I feel like the the most uh, boundary pushing film. To think that it was made in 1979. Doesn't feel at all like a nineteen seventies film. It feels more like eighties or nineties. It really is a very ahead of its time type film. I've yeah, often was... stated that, that like the nineteen eighties aesthetic kicks in right at nineteen eighty. But Alien really did like just invent an entire aesthetic out of it. And that's due in part of course to H.R. Giger, who who is just like crazy crazy advanced, you know, that I I didn't even get like where he get, gets most of his designs from it's just like he pulls them out out of nowhere
0: which Eager is neat
1: you any other questions
0: uh no
2: listen I do have to go now I've got stuff to do but
1: looking forward to the uh looking forward to the Justin Roiland video sometime thank in the you, upcoming year you. If you do, uh, if you yeah. do make it, I'd be up for an interview in that one, and I could talk about about the industry or whatever.
2: Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll hit you up. Uh, I'll hit you up when I when I end up doing Just that. A video. Thought, Cheers. Yeah. Man. Looking forward. Nice, to Nice. It.
1: Should be cool. Nice to talk to you again. Be nice cool. to nice to yeah. come on. Yeah. Cheers. All right. Dingo, ladies and germs, pro video essayist. I've been uh, doing this the past couple episodes, but giving Dingo a shout-out I feel is necessary, because his videos really are, are good, as much as I uh, I kind of dump on him for being generic. He, has said, hopes to create a uh, an, uh, an individual-type style that's a lot more like, uh, you know, you'll look at it and you go, that's a Dingo video. Um, which I'm not sure how, how he's going to do that, because right now his videos are pretty generic video essay commentary type stuff. But I, I do hope he covers uh, Justin Roiland. That, that'd be freaking cool. That'd be freaking neat. Um, would be really cool. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I might make a video about Justin Roiland. I might do that. Cause I made one about Dan Harmon, so I, I feel it, it'd be only fitting to make one about Justin Roiland. Um... Just once the details come out, and I'll try not to make it too much like uh, Dinko's if he makes one. But anywho, uh, I hate this new YouTube layout. It's so shit. But there's only three videos per row now. This is insane. Wait, maybe there's four somewhere. No, right. why do thumbnails need to be so fucking giant? Who needs that? I don't get it. YouTube YouTube has gone kind of off the rails. You know, every, every every design update YouTube makes, I fucking hate it at first, and then I just gradually I'm like, okay, whatever. A couple years down the road. Keep in mind, when I first got on YouTube, it was like 20, 2016, I think, is the earliest video I ever posted to YouTube. And back then, you know, everything was very rectangular. And... uh it was it it looked so different back then. I remember when the new studio came out even, you know. That was that was a long time back, but for the heck of it, let's check out uh some tweets about the Justin Royland situation, shall we? Uh 629 tweets today on Twitter. I don't use Twitter. I don't I don't tweet on Twitter, but every now and again I look on there, see what's see what people are saying. 629 tweets, which really is uh, a lot less tweets than I would expect for for a scenario this large. Maybe it's that, you know, Elon, after Elon bought it, uh, everyone went, so Twitter's now kind of a ghost town. Nobody really wants to use it anymore. Some tweets. Let's just read a couple for the peanut gallery here. No amount of apologies can keep Justin Roiland out of hell. Uh, taking advice from Inision is like taking dating advice from Justin Roiland. Uh, so with Justin, with Justin Roiland arrested, what's the future of High on Life? Uh, it's fucking dead. It's, it's, it's over. I mean, you can still play it probably, but, uh, I have no idea why you'd want to. It looks like shit. It's definitely not gonna get any expansion packs or anything in the future. Um... Justin Roiland was charged with domestic violence, called it drama yesterday, and I apologize because, to be honest, that isn't enough to get across what he's done, or even remotely how I feel. I have no sympathy or respect, just anger and disgust at anyone who does this. They're scum. Uh, Steam should give out free codes for High on Life as an apology for Justin Roiland being a domestic abuser. Uh, Justin Roiland deserves to have his whole life ruined. If rappers drop albums from prison, then Justin Roiland can drop voices from wherever he is right now. Um, uh, we got a tweet here. This is pissing me off with the Justin Roiland thing. Like, all these jokers going, hee hee he's cringe, and I never watched Ricky Morty because I knew a bad cringe guy made it. I'm so cool. Like, are you forgetting someone got fucking abused here? Shut up about TV for two seconds. I would actually argue that the fact that he's in a position of power, you know, that, that he is uh, behind a TV show, that is intrinsically related to this case. And it shouldn't just be ignored. He, he, is, he is a guy, but he made the show. Like, he made it, so... um. It's fine to to point out that uh, you were one of the lucky few who saw this shit coming a mile away and chose of your own volition not to watch Rick and Morty. Because when something goes that mainstream, when something becomes that popular, that's a good indication that it's going to, you know, uh, it's going to be popular for a long time. In fact, in my Adult Swim video, I predict, you know, it it could be uh, the most popular franchise of the 2020s, and it might be. Maybe the Rick and Morty fans will really run a hard campaign. That prediction looks pretty pretty bad in retrospect. I think what's going to happen is Rick and Morty's fucking dead. But at the same time, I don't think mentioning that Justin Roland is in a, a position of power and influence is uh, is any is, means any disrespect to the victim here. In fact, I think that's part of it. I think people like Justin Roiland are able to get away with this shit for so long because they're in positions of power and privilege, and they don't use that power and privilege responsibly, right? Um, that That is intrinsically tied to this case. That is, that is at hand here. That is important to note. Uh, let's see. Uh... I, I would argue that not liking Rick and Morty is actually really cool, and it's the most cool thing you can, you can be. And if you never liked Rick and Morty, if you always knew that it was a cringe show and you shat on it relentlessly, uh, then you're actually really cool, and you were right in this scenario. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously... All respect to the victim. This is terrible. And domestic abuse is no joke. And that's why everyone is shitting on Justin Roiland. And he absolutely fucking deserves it. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Adult Swim. Replace Justin Roiland with Mike Judge, you cowards. Not gonna happen. Mike Judge will never take on a cringe show like Rick and Morty. Sorry. Alright, he's, he's not going to, because, uh, <laughs> like, uh, be, he's, he's, he's not gonna, sorry. Mike Judge is too fucking cool for this shit. Uh, what I hate about this Justin Roiland thing is this is another one people call the worst kept secret in the industry. How is there not someone with enough clout to not have to fear for their livelihood willing to say this shit will not stand? Well, it's Hollywood. Hollywood generally looks out for its own, I'd say. That's the problem, is that Hollywood is a self-perpetuating parasite. It keeps going. I argue that Hollywood was a necessary mechanism in the early 20th century, when when access to cameras and equipment and shit was expensive, and you had to kind of had to have an industry around this, yes. Back then, Hollywood was a necessary institution. It's not anymore, because anyone can buy a fucking professional-looking digital camera Hell, even a real film camera. And shoot shit. It's it's not hard anymore to make your own movie for anyone across America. So there's no reason why there should be one big city with all the famous people. And of course all the famous people are just going to defend themselves because they're this little fucking cabal of freaking famous people all doing all this perverted shit. And It's like, yeah, no shit, you know hate to sound conspiratorial here, but the Hollywood elite, that's some real shit because when you all make the, the big movies that everyone watches, you have a shit ton of influence, who would have guessed. People, t- people say, you know, oh, we'll just go to Hollywood, you know, I get that all the time. I'm like, I want to make a movie. They're like, go to Hollywood. I'm like, fuck no, I'm staying here in Denver. Denver deserves to have a movie made in it with Denver resources and Denver shit. And I'm sick of fucking movies made in Hollywood from this sheltered fucking privileged Californian perspective. It's getting really fu- fucking old. Famous from California, it's fucking boring. I'm ready to be the first Colorado celeb. Um, what else we got? I followed a guy on TikTok for ages who did Justin Roiland impressions, and I fully thought he was actually Justin Roiland. I would say he wasn't, but I thought he was kidding. I did not know what Justin Roiland looked like until today. That's interesting. Uh, I guess most people probably don't know what he looks like. But I actually had the guts to go on Google two years ago and look him up, and holy shit, he looks fucking stupid. I saw this guy and I was like, yeah, this guy is probably a fucking pervert, creep, weirdo, fuck you know i wasn't like oh this this guy looks fucking cool yeah this guy looks awesome this guy looks like a guy i want to kick back and have a brewski with out uh you know this guy looks like a real pal this guy looks chill as fuck no this guy looks like a fucking lame lame shithead you know maybe i'm just good at uh telling people by their face i don't frickin' know i mean this this can't have been that hard to tell like this guy I just, guy is just fucking ass. My fucking Marcus is going to age so freaking well. When that come out, freaking 2020, 2021, long time ago. Actually, see here when the uh, when the Rock and Marcus trailer dropped. because I know I, I drew Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland in that pose where they like give each other a hug, you know, a, a like a fraternal pal hug. Um, I I made fun of that, because, you know, like, obviously they just like each other because they're both guys and they see women as uh, different creatures or whatever the fuck Dan Herman said. I noticed something about the Dan Herman apology rereading over it a couple days back. There's a double negative in there. There's literally a double negative in there. Dan Herman does not know how to fucking write. And I get that, you know, people say, oh, he's dyslexic. When you're making an apology for the employee you've abused, you know, maybe just, like, have someone proofread it or something before you fucking post it to the internet. It has a double negative in it. I'm I'm not kidding. It literally, it it does. And this, this is called a masterclass in how to apologize. He doesn't even know how to write, let alone apologize. I've said that. Dan Harmon's a fucking scumbag, too. Um, But Justin Roiland's the worst of the two. Can I say that I predicted that Justin Rowland was the worst of the two? Um, not really. I thought they were both... I thought they were both, uh, creepy scumbags, but like I said, I never could have predicted that Justin Rowland would be this fucked. This fucked up. (laughs) Like, holy shit. Keep in mind that I approach the internet mostly from the perspective of a neutral observer. Like, in essence, if, you know, Chris Chan is uh, accused of whatever, or Chris Chan is big. Like, I remember when I came onto the internet first, like, Chris Chan was fucking huge. Everyone was poking fun at Chris Chan. Everyone was going, oh, looky, Chris Chan. I was like, what the fuck is the deal with this guy? Why should I care? I I, I don't care about Chris Chan. Or what's the deal with this girl or whatever, because they're transgender or whatever the fuck. I don't give a shit. Uh, Chris-Chan's fucking boring, right? Uh, and I've said, I've said some stuff about Chris-Chan that, you know, it's like, controversial because basically I have opinions on Chris-Chan that nobody else has. Like, I think, uh, they're a grifter, right? And someone's been like, oh, that's not how it is, that's not the narrative I've accepted. That's a narrative I bring to the table. I think Chris Chan's a fucking con artist, right? Uh, it's the same with, uh, you know, uh, Chris, like, I, I've said a ton of shit about Chris Chan that just nobody seems to have considered because you're so wrapped up in this drama, this ongoing, you know, soap opera that you, you, you like lose, you lack perspective. You lack perspective over the whole thing, like, as a whole, right? Um... You know, I, I've doubted Chris Chan's be, being transgender. I think that could just be bullshit. You know, like how Trisha Paytas said she was trans. Like, you know, it was just for attention, because everything Trisha Paytas does is for attention. Why should I assume Chris Chan's any different? I don't frickin' know, but... Uh, you know, there are cases of someone saying they're trans and it just being bullshit for publicity. I see no reason why that wouldn't be the case with Chris Chan. they very, uh... No, uh, attention grasping individual. Not everyone is trans, you know, that's just not possible. Statistically speaking, it's not statistically possible for everyone to be trans. So some people who say they're trans do just do it for the attention. And that's incredibly rare. I get it. That's that's extremely rare. And like like ninety-nine point nine 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 percent are trans. You can just say you're trans for attention if you're a clout goblin like Trisha Paytas or Christian, and it's just fucking bullshit. And there's no basis to it. That can happen, you know. It it can. By that, you know, if you if you really want to just fucking piss all over LGBTQ issues and be a be a big fucking attention-seeking bastard, you can do that. You know, I, I, I don't take Chris Chan on anything, because Chris Chan is a fucking liar. It, it's been proven, you know? Anyway, going back to Justin Roiland, right? When I get on the internet, uh, I have some takes about uh, Rick and Morty that aren't the mainstream. Back in, like, 2019, right? I get on the internet, I'm like, this show is fucking ass. This show looks like fucking shit. It looks like a shitty fucking Back to the Future rebuff with zero potential who the fuck thinks this kind of shit is funny right um so i was unpopular you know people were like oh nick rick and morty's cool and i love it it's a it's a parody of back to the future it's not a fucking shitty ripoff it's a parody um i've seen the pilot of rick and morty i've seen the pilot episode this is the pilot uh summarized for those of you who haven't seen it okay um, instead of being called Rick and Morty, it's called Doc and Morty, except Morty, if I recall correctly, is spelled M-H-A-R-T-I, right? Um, and the plot is just that Doc Brown uh, is a pedophile and uh, asks Morty to, uh, let's, let's just say, go down on him. Uh, this is not a funny premise. Th- this is not humorous. This is not funny. It's not creative. It's not clever. It's not inventive. It's not remotely original and it can be done with any fucking movie there like you could say oh what if in terminator 2 when uh the terminator goes back to protect danny connor um what if he was a pedophile the whole time wouldn't that be funny no it fucking wouldn't there's nothing funny about that where's the fucking joke you just take a random movie and go oh this character is a pedophile that's not funny you can say all you want, oh, that's not canon to Rick and Morty, the official show. That's not a, that's not, that's not canon or whatever. But it, it is the pilot episode, you know, it, it is the pilot episode where you just take a random movie and go, what if this character was a pedophile? Um, am I saying Justin Roiland is a pedophile just because he, he, he puts weird pedophilic themes in his shit? No. Uh, he's he's he is he is a, a misogynist and a, and a and an abuser a domestic abuser. The fact is, he thinks that kind of shit is funny, right? Because he's grown up in such a sheltered, pathetic, weakling environment that he doesn't know what is and is not humorous. He he hasn't had enough interaction with other people to understand what what humor is, right? And uh, it's the same with Dan Harmon, you know, with his old, with his old sketch about uh, rape. Uh, which is not funny. Which is not a funny uh, scenario. Unless you're really talented. Unless you really are a talented freaking comedian who knows how to make something like that funny. Like, George Carlin uh, has argued in several of his his routines, that you can make anything funny, technically, if you are a funny enough person. If you're charismatic enough and interesting enough. But I don't think Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland are there. I think Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland don't have enough grasp on reality to tell the jokes that they want to tell. They're not funny people. They're inherently fucking boring people. Right? They're really fucking boring. So, I, 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 I think, uh, I, I don't think you can get humor out of these two guys. I think you squeeze them, and it's like trying to make lemonade out of a rock. Uh, nothing's gonna come out. There, there's nothing funny about these guys. They, they, are just fucking shit. But back in 2019, you know, I was, I was, uh, I, w- I was, controversial. Because I shit on Rick and Morty, and I was like, this show looks like fucking Ass. And, uh, look who's laughing now, you know? Who's laughing now, huh? I look so good right now. You can say maybe, oh, Nick, that, you know, that's selfish. You should be thinking about the victim. I do. Uh, I, 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 I fucking hope Justin Rowan faces the fucking bars. I, I hope he gets in the slam. Uh, at the same time, you know, I'm I, I just got a fucking uh, happiness rush here. I'm on a freaking I'm on a roll right now, cause I've I feel so fucking justified. Uh another. Let's look at a few more of these tweets. Justin Roiland, a guy who only ever depicts his TV shows characters getting sexually assaulted, turns out to be a predator, people who consume his media. Wow, how could we have ever known? I think if you only watch, like, Rick and Morty, if you, if you just watch Rick and Morty long enough, you eventually end up in this weird little state of mind where Rick and Morty is the only thing, right? It's the only thing available. No. you you could watch any other cartoon you could watch beavis and butthead or something that's actually funny and well written like that but instead you just flip on rick and morty because rick and morty is extremely popular you you fall into this trap where it's like this this sanitized trash is the only thing out there right and and you're blind to all the other myriad of options uh, available to you Uh, saw someone on TikTok like, "I'll never defend Justin Roiland, but I am sad we can't get any more Rick and Morty if he faces consequences. Any mediocre white dude can do Rick and Morty voices. It'll be fine. I I don't think anyone can. Like I'm I you know I'm a mediocre white dude and I I can't do the best Rick and Morty impression. Um, I think I think only Justy can do the the Rick and Morty voices. So let let's hope. Here's hoping that um Rick and Morty uh, stops and and they're just like, you know he voices the two main characters. He voices both of them. So it's not there's not going to be any more. It it's going to end. Like surely Adult Swim has to cancel it now. It had it, it's over now, right? Um I I really don't know. Would Adult Swim make uh, the terrible decision Actually, go go ahead with these 70 episodes. Um, would they actually make that choice? There, there's a question. You know, they 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 did put on million dollar extreme. Uh, so I don't I don't think Adult Swim exactly does the most research when it comes to the the types of comedians they enlist to produce their content. I don't think they exactly have the best handle on you know who's cool to put on TV and who's not, um, and that they certainly, they sure as fuck didn't do their research with uh, Justin Roiland and, and Dan Harmon. But I do think it's gonna get cancelled. Like it would just be so bad for optics if they keep it around. And you know, as far as I I'm aware, like Justin Roiland, you know, it's it's his show. It's his it's his baby. It's his it's his uh. It's his project, so I really would be surprised if uh I really would be surprised if it uh, if it if it doesn't end. Justin Roiland, the co-creator, executive producer, and star of the Emmy winning adult swim animated series Rick and Morty, is facing domestic violence charges, it was revealed Thursday when he appeared at a pretrial hearing, prompting the question. Of what will happen to the show. Obviously, uh, Adult Swim declines to comment. Um, We get another shitty quote from uh, T. Edward Welborn, which is the exact same quote he gave to Polygon. Uh, Implement says, Rick and Morty bros, it is so over. Yep, that it is. Uh, Anyway, uh, let's see. Rick and Morty is one of the least funny shows made in the last few decades, that, and I'm completely unsurprised that the creator has assaulted, and battered people. I hope his shitty fans don't treat victims worse in an effort to support him. Oh, you naive ideologue! They probably will. They probably will. They'll probably wobble up dub dub all over, and make a big hootin' to holler. But uh, it, it it is going to eventually die out, I guess. Uh, the show about the adventures of an alcoholic scientist and his teenage grandson has been a ratings hit for the network. Um, Rick and Morty is the top comedy across all of U.S. cable in 2018, 2019, and 2021, and the publication cited Nielsen ratings of more than 1 million viewers. But from the statistics I've seen, it, it's kind of been dying off. It's It's not as popular as it used to be. The latest new episode... The six-season finale aired last month, but more of them are on the way because Adult Swim announced in 2018 that it was renewing the animated hit for 70 additional episodes, more than twice as many as had aired at that point. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Now. Rick and Morty is just one of several animated projects that Roland is working on. He's also a co-creator, executive producer, and star of Hulu's Solar Opposites, as well as an executive producer on the streamer's news show, Koala Man. Uh, he also created and lends his voice to the 2022 video game High on Life. Roland's court appearance uh, in Orange County, California, followed him entering a plea of not guilty in October 2020 to one felony count of domestic battery with corporal injury. Blah blah blah. We've already heard all this. Uh NBC uh reports NBC I guess got hold of this story first. Uh it was arraigned in October twenty twenty. Uh one hundred foot protection order, blah, blah, blah. Let's let's see the comments on uh, this Yahoo article, just for the heck of it. It's been a while since we looked at Yahoo. I think the last time we looked at Yahoo it was a terrible article. Um, if I recall where, uh, they just, like, pick, uh, answers about what autism is like from a, from a Reddit post, which is the worst possible way to understand anything about anything. Um, Libertarian, three hours ago. We can only hope, so I guess, you know, obviously, you, uh, Yahoo is going to be a, a bit less, uh, a bit less vicious than, uh, Twitter here. You know, because it's Yahoo, it's it's full of a people who are kind of uh, in in yesterday as far as the internet goes. Uh, so one, one tweet is, You know what's really frustrating about the Justin Roiland situation? It's that there are already detractors saying, We don't know the facts. That accuser could be lying. They'll claim this hurts real victims, but then proceed to not believe real victims. It's denialism. Agree 100%. Uh, there's no way in hell Justin Roiland did not do what he's being accused of. He's a fucking insul neckbeard misogynist. Everything he's made, every single product he's put on the market is is evidence enough of this. You can watch an episode of Rick and Morty and go, yeah, this this guy doesn't have the best handle on gender studies, or gender relations. He's kind of a fucking idiot, you know, kind of a fucking dunce, like a supreme dunce. Um, anywho, the the Yahoo comments here. We can only hope that every single person who uses accusations alone to determine guilt gets accused themselves one day to experience first-hand how wrong it is. Accusations do kind of, uh, determine guilt, not gonna lie. If you're accused of something, uh, maybe it happened. You know, if-if you didn't do it, you wouldn't be accused of it. Like, for instance... Um, I'm not, you know, I haven't, uh, I haven't robbed any stores as of late. Not getting accused of it, because I haven't done it. You know? And there's, there's some cases, I'll I'll say this much, there's some cases where, uh, you know, it was wrong and it didn't happen, like Johnny Depp. But not every, not every guy is Johnny Depp. You know, not everyone is, uh, Jolly Cap'em Jack. Uh, sailing the seven seas of adventure. Not everyone is, uh, much of a badass as Johnny Depp. You know, some guys just aren't. So. M- most aren't. Most guys aren't as cool as fucking Johnny Depp, you know? Uh, remember when we left this thing up to the courts and didn't automatically assume every accusation was true? Now we cancel people before they even get a chance to respond or defend themselves. We should all just start making accusations against everyone until we hit peak cancel and understand how dumb this all is. This this isn't a cancellation, this is a criminal investigation. Uh, One is a little more severe than the other ones, you know, and and you probably don't get like up to seven years in jail and a $50,000 bond if you're just getting canceled. Cancellation is a little different. I I like this this illusion that we used to leave this thing up to the courts and we didn't automatically assume every accusation was true, uh, you know speculation and rumor and and gossip around uh, courtroom shit has been a thing ever since America was founded, you know um you know it used to be that you know if you were black in the American South, uh you definitely uh, weren't a- assumed innocent until proven guilty, so, you know, given that, like, these days we're starting to hold stupid, derpy white guys accountable, uh, as opposed to, like, you know, lynching African Americans, uh, I, I would argue that's a much more preferable state of society, uh, that we're holding fucking neckbeards like Justin Roiland accountable, um, and we're, we're, you know, we're bringing him to justice, Because, like, America has never been, like, a completely, you know, freaking, like, just like, oh, let's leave it up to the courts. Back in the 50s, Confidential Magazine, ever hear of it? You know, fucking rumors about, like, JFK smashing Marilyn Monroe and shit. This kind of shit has always been a thing. It's always been a thing. It's never not been a thing. It's stupid. But, yeah, I mean, you know, there's plenty of cases of justice being mishandled. But this is, this is actually a case of justice being, uh, handled correctly. Bruce says, Rick and Morty fans don't give a fuck. Spelled with a PH. Go, Rick. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to give a fuck, but your show isn't getting made anymore, so... And, uh, you know. Go on. Um, one of my favorite shows. Been a fan since the beginning. This will not stop me from enjoying the show. I hope they keep it going. You just hope they keep it going even if Justin Roiland isn't behind it and he doesn't voice the two main characters? Like, what the fuck? You, you don't even care? This, this goes, I think, to show that, like, people just don't care about who makes shit. And people should, you know, people should, like, think about who's making the shit they're watching because that is an intrinsic part of what they're watching or consuming. Uh, this doesn't surprise me with cancel culture and how the show is written. The whole irony of the people who want to hit the cancel button are just as bad as the people they want to cancel. This isn't cancellation. This isn't internet shit. This is a real criminal investigation. Do you, you not want to know what cancel culture is? I've been canceled. Right? I was canceled. guess it's a symptom of being like terminally you know like terminally online you can't tell the difference between cancel culture and cr- criminal behavior uh this comment here continues oh my computer's freezing up this comment continues uh it feels like people want to make life black and white when it comes to it but in reality, it is a huge gray area with few instances that are clear. Stop jumping to judgment until the facts are presented. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to a conclusion right now, given the facts that have already been presented, which is that the charges against Justin Roiland would be up to seven years in prison, and he posted a fifty thousand dollar bond and a restraining order was filed which prohibits him from going within 100 feet of this person. I'm going to assume, based on those facts, uh, that this is true. That, that uh, it, it really, that, that he did do the shit. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, it's not really a gray area. Either Justin Rowling committed domestic abuse or he didn't. And I, I think he absolutely 100% did. Uh, Doug P says, "I wish we could wait to judge on these cases. It's been two years since you know he was uh, arrested, so i'd say i say I'd say it's it's been waited on long enough uh, in a world with liars. We should not assume guilt just based on his gender and creative works. We have zero evidence of anything, and they are calling for his head. Uh, they're not calling for his head. he's not going to the guillotine. Don't worry, he's going to get seven years in jail and probably a hefty fine." You know, maybe he'll be let out, like, three years into his sentence, but... Uh, if there is any justice in this world, he will be facing some fucking jail time. It's not just based on his gender. You know, if Ivsy Pop did this shit, she's equally cringe. I- I'd be calling for her head. Um... You know, this has been said time and again, but... Uh, I- I've said this. I freaking. I, I, I like, uh, I like cancel culture. I think it's good, ultimately, because it, it's, uh, it's a, it's an example of the dumbasses of the internet, uh, getting fucked over, just in general, like the dumbasses of popular entertainment, you know? And I think that's, uh, that's, that's good in general. Like, uh, so long as you're not, you're not a complete moron, you won't be canceled far as I can tell, I mean, the only people who get canceled are, like, frickin' James Gunn, uh, you know, frickin', like, these fucking popular people who I don't care about because they direct garbage. Like, if, um, you know, if, if, uh, if someone I, I really, uh, was invested in, like, say, uh, if a, if a competent director, like, Loris Von Trier was, uh, canceled, uh, then maybe, you know, I'd 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 uh I'd be investing that, but I just know he's not gonna be canceled because he's never done anything or tweeted anything stupid like James Gunn has, so he's not gonna be canceled. Like, you know, like I said, I people tried to cancel me, it didn't fucking work, cause I, I've never done anything like on this fucking level. You know. I've never I've never freaking abused a fucking human person, um, but you know. It, I, I, I say, can't, cancel Justin Roiland, cancel his shitty show, can't, can't, cancel his fucking career, make sure he's blacklisted, and tell the fucker to fucking stop, you know? Tell him to go leave. Fucking go away. Fucking over this shit. Innocent until proven guilty. And he's a co-creator, everyone. That means there were two creators. Yeah, but the other creator is also a scumbag and and looks bad for Adult Swim, so it's not like Dan Harmon is going to be able to to carry the show on his back. Especially since Justin Roiland did, like, make it and voices the two main characters. The show does well for Adult Swim. Not anymore. Uh, just because you don't like it, I'm sure there's a show you like that you fan over so chill. And let everyone like what they like, and turn the channel if you dislike Rick and Morty so much. Why is this all? Why is this? Why is all this hard to comprehend? So quick to cancel people, shows, all based on silliness. Let the court do its thing. Let the network decide to proceed. Shows go on all the time with actors or staff leaving due to problems. If you think we should cancel everyone and everything that has a criminal in it, especially domestic violence, let's cancel all sports. Bet that gets your attention now, don't it? Think before you speak, please. Fuck yeah, let's cancel all sports. They're all fucking shit. Uh, except, like, baseball. I really doubt the average, you know, baseball player fucking goes home and beats his wife. But the average football player, yeah, probably. Uh, fuck football. Cancel it. Yeah. Let's put some cool-ass show up up there instead. Um, it's it's put some reruns of some, some like, cool-ass show in place of, uh, football. That, that'd that be awesome. You know, I, I doubt, like, all sports have domestic violence. Football does. Um, uh, may, maybe, um... Maybe soccer, definitely lacrosse, and polo, because they're full of the most, you know, fucking rich assholes. Um, but, uh, basketball probably not, you know, because it's all cool black guys, and they, they, don't, uh, they don't fucking beat their wives up. It's all the fucking derpy pale-ass neck beards like Justin Roiland. And I get to say that, by the way, because I'm white. Yeah, I know, crazy, crazy concept, right? Uh, I get to shit on white people because I'm white, okay? You know, the network deciding to proceed or not will depend entirely on the public's opinion and whether there's anyone who wants to keep watching it. So, you can't you can't just treat the network like it exists in a vacuum and it doesn't respond to the public's demand for something. People don't want Rick and Morty anymore. They're done with it. They're over it. It's it's done it's done with. Uh Daniel says, this was a woman he was dating. She leveled these charges against him, and the authorities win through the process. Uh, There's a running theme where these people can't, can't seem to write. Um, Eleven hours before the entire case was going to be dismissed at Wednesday's date, a journalist contacted the court and asked that the case be considered a media case because Justin is a public figure. They agreed, which means all the details are released to the media, and a second DA overlooks the case before it is dismissed. Thank fucking God, because guess what? Uh, Justin Roiland is a public figure. When you make a billion-dollar franchise like Rick and Morty, uh, you deserve, people deserve the right to know if you fucking beat up a, a girl. People deserve to know that. So, yeah, no shit. Uh, that's ultimately beneficial for the public to know, to be aware of uh, any criminal trials that are currently going on with our favorite celebrities. We, We deserve to know that, you know. When it is dismissed in April, will Yahoo run a feature article about Justin being innocent? Take a guess. Probably not. Yahoo will probably be fucking gone by then. I have no idea how Yahoo even still exists. It's a wonder it's managed to hang on this long. Um... But it won't be dismissed in April. uh, Justin Roiland is is going to be uh, convicted of this. Journalists are revolting, obsequious, self-serving ghouls who congratulate each other and hate the rest of America. Nice way to completely dismiss the importance of the fourth estate there. Nice way to just uh, say that every piece of news is terrible just for contrast here, let me bring up, a an, an article that I don't really like, um, th- this is an example, like, I do think it's important that celebrities, you know, get, get, like, public figures, they should all be pointed out, you know, they should all be, uh, you know, like, if, if, if something's up, it should be released to the public. Let me give you an example of an article that came out recently that I saw that, uh, uh, I'm not a. am not too keen on, you know, cuz generally I have good judgment and I'm able to determine if one of these accusations is true or not. Um This this was uh last year in uh oct- around October 2022. So someone was like, "Oh, Bill Murray groped me." Bill Bill Murray uh, sexually harassed, lop. I don't buy this one at all, right, because I just don't see that, I don't see Bill Murray, you know, had a career for fucking 50 years, and, like, one of the most, like, popular comedians of the, of the 20th century, uh, I really don't see him, uh, being, you know, a a massive groper or anything, in general. I don't really buy this story. I I think I think it's kind of bullshit. So, you know, I'm not like I'm not like always I'm not I don't always buy it, you know. I, I I totally buy that sometimes this stuff is just like trendy or made up or it's just like, oh, you know. Not not every celebrity who's accused of sexual harassment could possibly it's not possible that they all did it. It is possible that some did it, and I totally buy with Justin Rowan. I don't buy with Bill Murray. Uh, I I, I really don't. Let's see. Uh, From
0: physical... Wait. Here we go. Let's see.
1: Uh, Murray and Chevy Chase reportedly got into a physical fight when Chase returned to SNL to guest host in 1978. Uh, horrifying, uh, cast members Jane Curt and Lorraine Newman, who described the incident as painful and awful, um, because, uh, Murray told Empire in 2012, uh, we all felt mad he had left us, and somehow I was the anointed avenging angel who had to speak for everyone, but Chevy and I are friends now, it's all fine, you know, because he's like, well, Bill, Bill Murray's freaking older. At this point so is chev chase you know they're both freaking old uh you know i've heard some accusations against chev chase that he he said something off color or something but you know he's, he's he's had a long and storied career so whatever happens he's not going to you know freaking jail like for the rest of his life or anything this is old this is old hat and it's all like you know it it's it happened so long ago like you know Whatever it is, I, I don't I don't really buy it, you know. I, I think, like, anyone will exaggerate the behavior of anyone to be like, oh, you know, oh, Bill Murray is secretly a, pe- a, a, a bastard, a, a vampiric monster of the night. But the, all the articles on this are all, like, in October, and it hasn't gone anywhere, and I really don't buy it. Uh, Richard Dreyfus, Vanity e. Fair reports, oh, yeah, I, I knew this, you know, well, Murray and Richard Dreyfuss hate each other. That's funny, because what about Bob's a Great Movie? And that actually adds the legitimacy of the movie. Um, In the interview, Dreyfuss described Murray as an Irish drunken bully. Dreyfuss has since said that while the two have not crossed paths, he forgives Murray. So, you know, any basic shit. Um, Green was just... Uh, Seth Green. Here's a fun story. Green was just nine years old when he appeared on SNL, where he says he had an unpleasant encounter with Murray backstage. On the YouTube show Good Mythical Morning, Green alleged that Murray made a big fuss about him sitting on the arm of his chair. I was like, this is absurd. I was sitting on the arm of this couch. Uh, there are several lengths of this sofa. Kindly F off. And he was like, that's my chair. Then Green said... Murray picked him up by his ankles and dangled him over a trash can while saying, The trash goes in the trash can. That's fucking hilarious. Good job, Bill Murray. I don't really like Seth Green. His fucking recent, you know, NFT show. That shit looked fucking cringe to the max. I guess I like him in Austin Powers. He's okay as a Dr. Evil son. Mars need moms. That, that's fucking shit. Mars need, needs moms' ass. Um, but anyway, that's really funny that Bill Murray did that to nine-year-old Seth Green. That's fucking hilarious. The trash goes in the trash can. Uh, I was screaming and I swung my arms, flailed wildly, full contact with his balls, Green recalled. Well, yeah, if you were flailing, just don't flail around, you won't have full contact with his balls. He dropped me in the trash can, the trash can falls over, I was horrified... I ran away, hid under the table in my dressing room, and just cried. Murray hasn't addressed Green's allegations. Yeah, I bet nine-year-old Seth Green was a, was a, a, a little brat, you know. Probably had. I pro- I I I think that's fucking hilarious. Seth Green sucks. He's not that funny. Uh, anyway. Oscar winner Angelica Houston described Marie as a shit after working with him on Wes Anderson's 2004 film The Life Aquatic. Uh, Houston told Vulture that while filming, Marie invited everyone in the cast except her to dinner. I was really hurt, she continued, and then I think we met again in Florence because that movie was shot all over Italy. And we were doing a scene at Gore Vidal's house in Ravello and Marie said, Hey, how have you been? I missed you. I said, You're full of shit. You didn't miss me. Well, that sounds like Bill Murray was trying to apologize or be nice about how she, he forgot to invite her to dinner. Uh, he looked all confused for a moment. However, Houston says that Murray showed up at the funeral of, of her late husband, Robert Graham, and that Murray couldn't have been nicer that day. He showed up, she said. A lot of people didn't. What the fucking problem? Murray sounds like a nice guy in that scenario. Let's see, uh... Marie insulted, uh, Lucy Liu once. Uh, Marie, uh... Marie headbutted McG, director of Charlie's Angels. That's that's funny. Uh, during their divorce proceedings, Marie's ex-wife, Jennifer Butler Marie, said uh, he was, uh... She's lucky he didn't kill her, and he was, uh, adulterous and addicted to marijuana and alcohol. Yeah, most of this stuff is just, like, what I would expect from a long-storied life of of existence, you know? It's not like... Most of this shit is just, like, petty, petty stuff. I, I, I totally don't buy it. Oh, Rob Schneider says that, uh, Murray absolutely hated the cast when he returned to host in 1993. Murray seemed to have a particular distaste for cast members Adam Snadler and Chris Farley. He really hated Sandler, Schneider said, speculating that Snadler's comedy just wasn't his groove. Okay... Laura Ziskin, a producer on What About Bob, says that she butted heads metaphorically with Murray and that Murray once threw in her a lake while they were filming, albeit in jest. Okay. Yeah. Uh... Harold Ramis grabbed Bill Murray by the collar and shoved him up against a wall. Uh, and then... Solange Knowles, uh... In 2016, grabbed her, uh, Bill Murray grabbed her hair asking the singer if her hair was a wig after she had performed her song Don't Touch My Hair as the week's musical guest. While Solange has never publicly accused Murray of doing this, she liked tweets describing the incident from TV writer and producer Judd Nick Mayard who witnessed the interaction. Your yearly reminder that I saw Bill Murray put both his hands into Solange's scalp after asking her three times if her hair was a wig or not, wrote Mayard in a tweet liked by Solange. Murray has yet to comment on these allegations. Well, yeah, Solange probably thinks it's a funny story and that, you know, she sang a song about her hair and then Bill Murray was like, is this a wig? She liked a tweet, but I, I doubt she really cares that much and it's... She, she sang a song about her hair, so Bill Murray was just goofing off about that. Uh, the only accusation that comes close, it seems, from this whole Vanity Fair article. I'm not sure if this is all the, all the shit, but uh, Gina Davis says, Murray made her lie on a bed while he used a massage device on her, uh, the thumper, whatever that is, I don't know, during the making of 1990's Quick Chains. I said no multiple times, but he wouldn't relent, writes Davis in her memoir. Uh, The Oscar winner also claims that Murray yelled at her on set in front of more than 300 people, a tactic she says he would employ to exert his authority on set. I was watching him tear apart somebody one day on set, Davis told Fanny Fair. He finished, and the other person went away, and he turned around sort of self-satisfied, and I said, man, I can't wait, blah, blah, blah. In her memoir, Davis also writes that Murray made her feel uncomfortable during the promotional tour for *Quick Change* when they appeared together on the Arsenio Hall show, where Murray can be seen pulling down the strap of her dress. Murray has yet to comment on Davis's allegations. Let's see the uh, let's see the video. They link the they link the video of it here, the Arsenio Hall show. So this was like 1990, you know. This just sounds like, yeah, like I'm sure Bill Murray is interesting to work with and does crazy shit like, you know, put, put Seth Green over the frickin' trash can and go, the trash goes in the trash can. Uh, that, that's, that's hilarious. But, you know, you'll, you'll live a life as long and exciting as Bill Murray's. I'm sure you have a couple stories of shit going down. This is different from Justin Roiland, you know. I'm just bringing up Bill Murray here as as a as a contrast against like Justin Roiland, um, whose entire who who has not even made shit as good as like Groundhog Day, or or Caddyshack or whatever. Who's not been in shit that good, and whose entire brand revolves around being a, a rampant misogynist. You know, I think Bill Bill Murray's a misogynist. Fuck no. I think Bill Murray seems like a a a nice you know freaking old guy at this point he's he's lived his dues he can't be canceled at this point you know it's not gonna happen and he's definitely not going to go to jail but as far as that goes i'm like none of these none of this sounds like that crazy it sounds like how i'd expect phil Murray to go and surely some of this stuff is just made up for, you know, clout. People like, oh, I have a crazy experience with Bill Murray. I I saw Bill Murray, and it was crazy, and something crazy happened. And all this shit was back in, like, October. And it says he's paid out, like, $100,000 to people. That's fine, you know, just like, hey, sorry sorry I dangled you over the trash can, Seth Green. Here's $10,000. Shut up and go away. All right. Uh, just really, just, like, I, I don't buy this at all, you know? I'm skeptical of this. I, I'm total, I'm totally skeptical of this. Uh, let's see. Report reveals details of Bill Murray's inappropriate onset. Yeah, like, all this shit's from October. There's nothing newer than that. Uh... Lucy Liu says that Murray used to hurl insults at her. Yeah, that's not, that's not frickin', that's not frickin' rape. He just was pissed at Lucy Liu. You know, and that makes perfect sense. There's nothing wrong with being mad at one of your co-stars on set. Not every, not every movie production is going to be like a, a a blast of fun. Not everyone is going to agree all the time. Uh, Uh, let's see. Bill Murray settles in sexual assault claim as for this is uh, October 12th, 2022. As further misconduct accusations come to light, you see a picture of Bill Murray on on top. He's like, he looks really bored and tired. Uh, American comedy icon Bill Murray allegedly sexually assaulted a female staffer on the set of Aziz Ansari's Since suspended, directing debut, Being Mortal. Let's see, uh, Aziz Ansari, I think, isn't that funny. I do like the Peppy Ronnie sketch, I'll say.
0: Um. Circle goes on.
1: Ah, fucking ad blocker. Continue without a green, please. Fuck off. Um, Murray adds his name to a long list, especially since this month alone, Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, Ball Haggis, and Danny Masterson are all on trial facing various allegations of sexual misconduct. Now, this is fucking dishonest weasel journalism right here, comparing Bill Murray to frickin' Kevin Spacey and wh- fricking Harvey Wein- Weinstein. That's a, little, that's a little too much, in my opinion. That's a little... That's a little overboard, you know. Like, fuck. There's, it's just not. I, I don't buy this at all. Uh, on April, an, an 18 April 2022, Searchlight paused production on *Being Mortal* after a complaint was filed against star Bill Murray over inappropriate behavior. I guess this is a European article, so they spell behavior with a U. According to the Puck report. Murray was particularly friendly with one female production staffer whose name was withheld from the story. Murray allegedly straddled and threw a mask, kissed a much younger female on the production who was horrified. That staffer interpreted his actions as entirely sexual. At the time, Murray explained his actions by saying, I did something I thought was funny, and it wasn't taken that way. Okay, so this, first off, that's a perfectly reasonable explanation. Murray was goofing off, putting on a mask, and he was like, Oh, you know, how do you even kiss someone with a mask on? I don't even know how that works. But this is Murray owning up and saying, You know, it wasn't taken as funny. Sorry. It's not like fucking Dan Harmon who's the, the, the girl's boss and, like, stalks her for two years and breaks up with his girlfriend over it and then, like, freaking you know, just repeatedly again and again and again. This movie wasn't even made. And then it says, He worked with the staffer in mediation and came to a settlement, according to Puck, of more than $100,000. So, you know, $100,000 sounds like a pretty good settlement and a decent enough apology for inappropriate behavior, and I'm sure Bill Murray's learned from it. If this stuff isn't, like, you know, freaking, i I guess that's worth 100,000. It wasn't to Seth Green or anything. That was just the Vanny Fair article about the celebrity stuff. But, you know, do I buy that hey, Bill Murray did that stuff? Because, you know, he's freaking. Uh, you know, he, he comes from a different time, the 70s, right? On the other hand, take someone like Andy Dick, right? Andy Dick, from everything I've seen, and the recent stuff against Andy Dick, he actually is, like, just a, a fucking creep. He just he just goes at it like crazy and doesn't stop. And, like, he, he shows his dick everywhere, you know? He just, like, exposes himself, and he's like, that's funny. And he licks girls, and he's like, that's funny. Again and again and again. This is one thing with Bill Murray, where he said, I'm sorry, and then paid $100,000, you know, so. As far as spicy news goes, this isn't exactly the craziest shit, he just, like. And again, I'm sure that, you know, frickin'. I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure that Searchlight Pictures, which is, you know, now owned by uh, frickin' Disney, has, like, the most, like stringent set requirements, no goofing off anyone. Uh, let's see, let's see the, um... Being mortal. This movie doesn't even fucking exist. And the article's like, oh no, people lost their jobs, oh no, people won't make money off this shitty Aziz Ansari movie. It's probably good that it won't be filmed, cause it'd be a blemish on Bill Murray's filmography. Um, being mortal. Does this movie exist? Is it made? Like, that goes to show just, like, that, you know, you, you can blow something like this way, way out of proportion and just be like, oh, you know, oh, uh, Bill Murray did something a little wacky, let's shut this entire fucking uh, film down. Oh, yep, shut down, just because, just because it Aziz Ansari didn't do anything. Why should- why should his movie be cancelled just cause... I don't like Aziz Ansari, he's not that funny. Let's see. Uh, the film would need a major rewrite to be completed without Marie. But if somebody could figure it out, it's Aziz. Uh... Blop, blah. Blop, blop. Oh, and it had Seth Rogen. Yuck. Yuck. Fucking gross. The movie movie having Seth Rogen is way grosser than whatever Bill Murray did. Uh, Murray made a similar... M- Murray made a statement. I did something I thought was funny, and it wasn't taken that way. The company, the movie studio, wanted to do the right thing, so they wanted to check it all out, investigate it, and so they stopped the production. But as of now, we're talking, and we're trying to make peace with each other... Yeah, that sounds like a genuine apology. That doesn't sound like Justin Roiland being like, Nope, I'm not guilty. Pleading to not being guilty. Yeah, Bill Murray has a fucking girlfriend locked up in his fucking basement. That's fucking insane. Uh, the article continues, The Ghostbusters stirs woes, down not theory, has been accused of misconduct by Gina Davis. Uh, according to deadline upon meeting murray he greeted davis with something called the thumper a massage device he insists on using on her despite her emphatically refusing you know you want to give her a massage okay it's not sex i don't know what the thumper is what's the thumper i'm i'm not i'm not going to google it i don't really care but uh <laughs> what what is that <laughs> Let's see, uh... Why does the article demand that, like, why does every article name it by name? Uh, later in filming, Murray reportedly screamed at her for being late in front of the cast and crew, even though she was waiting for her wardrobe. Yeah, petty fucking drama. It's it's petty drama. Of course he's, you know, these freaking, the celebrities are all really thin-skinned, and oh, oh, uh, waiting for wardrobe. You know. Um let's see The Guardian. New report claims the actor straddled and kissed a younger female colleague on the set of being more leading to suspension of production. He paid one one hundred thousand dollars and blah blah blah. We've already heard all this. Uh he then kissed her on the mouth. Though both were wearing masks per COVID protocols. Oh, a COVID mask. I thought it meant like a, like a goofy, like, you know, Halloween mask or something. I've already forgotten completely about COVID. It wasn't even a kiss because you're both wearing fucking cloth over your face. Like, what the fuck? This, This is like the stupidest. Again, this is just an example of like stupid, like, exploitive journalism just trying to like, shit on someone. Uh Murray said he was being jestful while the much younger female coworker said she interpreted his actions as entirely sexual and was horrified. Okay, so like he 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 kissed her on the mouth through masks. That, that's insane. That's just fucking stupid. It's it's a kiss, maybe he like straddled her? What's the details with that? Doesn't he... Oh, he's 72, maybe 73 at this point. So, you know, he's a frickin' old guy, and he's not gonna frickin'... He's not gonna frickin', you know, be the most up-to-date or anything, but... The new report suggests they reached a settlement in which Murray paid her 100000 And she agreed to confidentiality as well as to waive any legal claims against the producers of being mortal, including Searchlight and its owner, Disney. Yeah, of course, any Disney production is going to be just, like, full of the dumbest fucking demands and, no fun on set. You know, it's not going to be like a a loose, enjoyable working environment. Everything is going to be really stringent and everyone's going to report each other for all kinds of shit. Uh...
0: Blop, blop, blop,
1: uh, uh, let's see, this article ends, I guess, that's, that's it, that's the whole thing, but, weirdly enough, this article also frickin' compares Bill Murray to Kevin Spacey, which is just so fucking goofy, it's so frickin' goofy, I, I, I can't, I, it's just like terrible journalism. That's an example of terrible journalism at work, uh, for anyone who's wondering what just, like, it looks like when, you know, someone is actually, like, just fucking dragged through the dirt for no reason, and just, like, a, 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 a little mishap is taken way out of proportion. Oh no, he screamed at Lucy Lou once, what, what, yeah? Okay, unless he kept Lucy Lou locked up in his fucking basement, I don't see how this really is like that extreme a thing. Let's see, uh, just a few more comments from the shitty Yahoo! article about Justin Roone, then... My time will be up, uh...
0: Let's see...
1: Yeah, it's not like a woman has ever lied about domestic violence before. Everyone already forgot Amber Heard and Joni Depp. I knew it. I knew it. I knew people were gonna compare it to that. I fucking knew it knew it a- am i am I sharp or what you know uh two hours ago, men just have to realize that being in a relationship is a liability, especially if they have status. A rash woman can easily ruin his life in a moment of emotional reaction, and they know how much damage they can cause. Womanhood has been weaponized and because of rampant misandry and weak men, um, even bringing up the topic gets you name-called. The end result of all this is more and more men will just simply walk away and deal with women when they want to pay for it. You you should not view being in a relationship as a liability. You should view being in a relationship as, as a beneficial exchange But, uh, Justin Roiland I don't think is capable of being in a relationship, I I just don't think he is. I think he's a fucking insul neckbeard. Uh, going down some more. Blah blah blah. Uh, how about we wait until all the evidence is in and he's gone to trial before assuming his his guilt? Also, Joss Whedon turned out to be a huge disappointment as a human, but it doesn't make Buffy, Angel, Firefly, or his two Avengers movies suck. I'd argue that, uh, everything there except maybe Buffy sucks. If he is found guilty, he will do his time, but I still want Rick and Morty to continue. Uh, good good luck with that.
0: Let's see, um...
1: That one Twitter user flat-out claimed that the creator has assaulted and battered people. Considering that he's only been charged, not convicted, if he's found innocent or the charges are dropped, I hope he sues this person for libel. There is a reason reputable newspapers and news stations stick the word allegedly in front of those statements. It's about time blowhards on Twitter learn to follow the same rules the hard way if necessary. Yeah, you know, new, news newspapers do that, but not everyone has to. And I'm just gonna come right out and say it. And Justy, you know, you can sue me if you want to from behind, from inside your little ten inch by ten inch cell. Um, I think you did it. I think it's about time you just admit to it instead of being a little coward and taking the coward route and being I'm not guilty. I, I didn't do it. I didn't freaking do it. It's okay.
0: Um.
1: Going down... Okay, I think we will end on this comment, because this comment, I think, is one of the most important things about it. People need to learn to separate the artistic product from the creator. If not, virtually nothing is left. What poet, painter, songwriter, sculptor, etc. has avoided a shameful activity in their life? If people applied this thinking to the inventors, where the inventor does something shameful, and then we dismiss the invention, we'd still be in the Stone Age. First off, inventing products that are useful and like patentable and the like is very different from art, because art is a a completely separate thing from designing inventions which can benefit humanity. In some kind of practical way, but... Uh, I'm so sick of this argument that you need to separate the art from the artist. I'm so fucking sick of that. And this goes back to, like, death of the author and all that shit. If someone makes any piece of art, and I've just learned to accept this. I used to think you could avoid this, but I've learned that it really is inevitable. That piece of art will reflect who they are, their mindset, their existence, you know? Like, even if Salvador Dali, right, even if he paints multi-clocks, those multi-clocks say something about him, right? Even if they're surreal, even if they're not based in reality, they say something about him. And for more realist artists like Monet or Van Gogh or whatever, they paint frickin' the Netherlands and and France and Italy and wherever, because they know those places. They don't paint like frickin', you know, like, don't paint like better wherever, because they're in Europe, so they paint European shit they paint from experience and anything anyone makes is going to by necessity of them having created it reflect them so i think this is the case necessarily with rick and morty where it's not like a creative vision and it's more like one shithead outsourcing uh, all the work to a canadian animation studio and working on a giant fucking game company with probably like 50 employees no, that's not necessarily a unified creative vision. And it's a shitty rip-off of Back to the Future. But in, in, a, in a real film like, you know, 2001 A Space Odyssey, does that reflect a unified vision? Does that reflect Kubrick? Yes, absolutely. fucking You cannot separate the art from the artist. That's bullshit. The artist makes the art, so it's going to reflect them. It's, it's, it's a manifestation of them as a person. So, yeah, no shit. It's basic shit. I hope nobody ever separates my art from me. I wouldn't fucking want that. I want my art to reflect me and who I am. And like you just you just go through like freaking you, you just like watch freaking 2001 a space odyssey and you don't think, "Oh yeah, this is this is Kubrick here. Kubrick did this. Kubrick did. I always do. I'm always like, "Yeah, Kubrick is a director. He did this." Yeah. Read H.P. Lovecraft, I'm like, oh, this guy is a racist piece of shit. So his, his writing reflects that. It's racist, and it's shit. And with George Orwell, fucking colonialist fucking piece of shit. And his writing reflects that. It's pretty basic. Shit reflects shit, you know? Um, Art reflects the artist. I don't get why this is such a crazy concept for people to grasp. But fuck Rick and Morty, fuck Justin Royal, and eat shit, Dan Harmon. You all fucking suck. And right now, I feel pretty goddamn vindicated about having called this shit all the way back in 2019. Fuck Rick and Morty. Garbage show. Garbage shit. It's fucking trash. And hopefully, society will learn a lesson from this, that these fucking so-called progressive Hollywood types are more often than not some of the scummiest people on the fucking globe. Maybe it's time we, you know, put a few productions in, like, Detroit or Chicago or frickin' Denver, so that, you know, like, entertainment isn't all just controlled by the same group of skeezy fuck-ups, you know? Anyway, I'm really looking forward to how this case goes. I feel so justified right now. I, One could say that I'm high on life. Throw a certain catchphrase. Anywho, that'll do it for this week's episode. I'm tired out, but this is a very interesting... Um, a very interesting scenario and I look forward to seeing how it goes you know I do um, domestic abuse is no joke I think I should end this episode by saying uh, if you're being domestically abused you know don't put up with it go to the cops and tell them you know that your fucking partners a piece of shit and they ought to be locked up especially if they create shit cartoons domestic violence is one of the biggest problems facing America today and to think that society cannot just have healthy relationships—that uh, that's a real—that's a real issue, you know. Treat your partner like like fricking with dignity and respect. And if you can't do that, then eat shit, you know. Relationships just aren't for you. If you can't communicate effectively, don't have a fucking relationship. If you can't just frickin' talk with words, and you gotta lash out and use your fucking fists, and you suck, and you're lame. And, uh, beating up, beating up on your girlfriend is about as fucking lame as it gets. And Justin Roiland, uh, eat shit, you know, eat shit, Justin Roiland, you fucking suck. You're trash, trash man, and, uh, your cartoon's ass, too. It's always been ass. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, I hope the victim gets, you know, uh, the, the justice she deserves and takes this loser to task and fucks him up big time. Eat shit, Rick and Morty. Do you want to be on the show? Join the Nicholas Comics Discord server today. I'll answer any questions you have. And you can appear in the next episode. Do you want to buy Nicholas Comics? Write to Nicholas Gay. 1424 Columbine Street, Number 1, Denver, Colorado, 80206. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode.